How's the fucking going, you bunch of fucking cunts? Fuck you. How's things? Um, I haven't done one of these in quite some time. Um, well, about two months ago since I've done like a a regular kind of talking podcast like this. Uh, if you were if you were listening to the if you listened to the previous one, uh, you'd know that. Uh, Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, Alright, so if you were listening to the previous one, uh, you'd know that um, I decided to take a break from doing these kind of podcasts. I said I might come back. I said I might. And uh, now here I am. Um, I said I'd take a break to kind of work on some other stuff. So um, I did a few kind of sketch show kind of things. And I did two episodes of um, of Gavin Deadly. Uh, if you don't know what Gavin Deadly is, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a character I do um, but uh, how have you been keeping well, I've been keeping well um, um, I've been working on some other stuff as well other than podcast stuff as well um, I've been doing some writing and stuff doing a shitload of writing um, um, writing scripts and stuff like that I've been doing a shitload of that so I've been doing that more or less that's what I've been doing for the last couple of months um, I've been, uh, been keeping myself busy not too busy, obviously. Um, <laughs> I never, I, I'll never make myself too busy. But um, yeah, I've been keeping myself well. I've been keeping myself well. So um, how are you keeping? Um, so I'm back once again. Who's the renegade master? And uh, I don't know. I don't have any plans for the future. I'm, I'm going forward. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to doing these kind of podcasts uh, of just me talking. I'm gonna come back to it. Um, but I don't think I'll do it every week. I don't think I'll do it every week. I'll do it kind of every every other week or something. Just when I feel compelled to do one, I'll do one kind of thing. Um, because what was happening before was I was doing one every week, and uh, I was just getting a bit. I was getting a bit. Um, I don't know what the word is. I was just. A bit, I was just a bit. I was uh, not sick of it, but I was just. I was I was running I was running out of ideas and I was finding it I was uh, putting myself under a lot of pressure for no reason as well I was like it's just me doing this like there's no one like standing over me saying where's the fucking podcast like so it's just me doing it so I just um I was uh, so I just said to step back a bit and uh, what I'll do now is I'll do one every kind of every so often and uh, I don't see why not I don't see what the problem with that is. Uh, if you have a problem with it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, I know I've let you down. I know I've let you down. If you're a long time, if you're, if you're, because I've got, I've got millions of fans across the world. Uh, Method Man from the Wu Tang Clan got onto me there during the week, saying, "Hey, Rob, uh, when's the next podcast coming out?" So, um... <laughs> so. Um, so what am I doing this week? So the reason I came back was because this was something I was planning on doing for ages, but uh, it's September now, which um, means um, um, that it's time that I, I, I read you something, right? So a few months ago, I'll tell you the story of how I ended up how I ended up doing it. I was just at home one day and I came up with an idea, just for my own, my own amusement. I came up with this idea for a short story. And I just sat down and I wrote it for a laugh. Purely for a laugh. 
wasn't anything. I wasn't um, wasn't anything serious or nothing. It was just purely for the enjoyment of doing it, right? And I wrote it, and I came back a few weeks later, and I read the short story again, and I said, "This is fucking hilarious," right? <laughs> I haven't read it since, by the way. Um, I decided, I decided then. Do you know what I should do? I should see if there's any short story competitions and just send this in for a laugh, right? Because. <laughs> I said, come on, I'll just send them in this, just for the laugh, just for the crack, I'll send them in this short story that I wrote, right, right, so I found, um, so I went online, and I found this, sh- I found this one, and I was like, just fucking send it to them, like, you know what I mean, because when you send in a short story, like, somebody has to read it, so I was like, you know, send it some proper, so it was, it's, it's up in Dublin or something, the Michael, La- Michael McLaverty short story award 2020, I'd never heard of it, right, Never heard of it. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have heard of it, right? But um, I'm looking here at the website. I think the deadline was last January. So this was longer ago than I thought it was. Yeah, so I, I saw... Yeah, so I sent it. <laughs> I sent this in last January, right? To win, to win this award. A short story competition, right? Um, purely just for a laugh. Because if you send it in, someone has to read it. And uh, I just thought that was funny. And uh, also I thought, man, how funny would it be if I won? I knew for a fact I wasn't gonna win, like, because the story is fucking ridiculous, right? But I was like, it'd be fair funny if I if I do win, though, wouldn't it? So, so I decided that when I wasn't gonna win, and when I knew for a fact I wasn't gonna win, I think I was supposed to. I think it was. I I, I haven't even looked into it since. Someone else must have won it, but I uh, I looked into it there. I um, I I looked at my emails there. I heard nothing back from them, and they were supposed to email me a few months ago to say if I won. And I heard nothing from them, so I assume I didn't win. I assume, un- unless, unless, uh, unless, of course, they just forgot my email or something because, uh, because it was top of the range stuff and they, they, they decided to give me the, give me the award, but, uh, <laughs> I seriously doubt that. Alright, so, what I'm gonna do now is, I kind of like an, uh, it's a bit like an audiobook, right? I have not read this story, by the way, since. I've I've read like the, I've I've I read like a little bit, and uh, I haven't read the whole thing since uh, last January. So I don't rightly remember everything in it, and it might be terrible. It mightn't be that good at all, and it could do with a bit of patching up. But um, I think yeah, uh, but I think I think it's time to read it, right? So I'm gonna sit down, and like an audio book, I'm gonna read out this short story to you. So what I'm gonna do now is right. I'm gonna right. So there, right. So I've turned off the. So I've turned off the, the background music, right? So now it's just it's just my voice, right? And I'm gonna read out this short story to you, right? Okay. So uh, this is an exclusive. This is an exclusive uh, sneak peek audio reading of my short story that I didn't win. The Mike Mike McLeverty uh, short story awards. I didn't win. Absolute fucking joke. I'm absolute fucking piss take. I didn't win this. But what can you do? All right. So, this is my short story, Eamon. Hello, my name is Finbar and I am addicted to drawing Eamon Holmes. I can't stop for the life of me. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, I just can't stop. I can't have a pen, pencil, brush or anything in my hand without eventually making the shape of Eamon Holmes. He has a very welcoming face, I think, particularly when he smiles. His eyes got very small. They squint very dramatically to create these little slits on his face. 
His smile is subtle but somehow genuine. Some people have a smile that preoccupies their whole face, but not Eamon. He has a humble smile. His mouth keeps nice and small, but still maintains a look of happiness. It's a quiet smile. Keeps itself to itself, not like Philip Schofield. I don't trust his smile like I do Eamon's. I'm not even that big a fan of him. I don't watch his shows ever. My mother does, and I'd occasionally sit down and watch This Morning with her, if it's on. But I'm not a big follower of his work. He seems by all means a fairly decent chap, but I don't know much about him. It's not a sexual thing either, by the way. I just can't stop drawing his face. It all started about four or five weeks ago. I came across a picture of him on Google Images, and i just done a quick little sketch. That was it then. Couldn't stop. His cheeks were the hardest part to do. Something about the roundness of him. That'd take me a while, alright, but it's satisfying once it's done. I've been doing it so much now that I've started getting a bit creative and abstract about it. Just there last week I was looking at Andy Warhol's Marilyn Monroe drip dish and decided to give something similar a go myself. I painted Eamon on a big huge canvas that you put in your wall. I'd done him in 17 different shades of purple. I often hear colours you see. It's a strange thing that I have. And I see Eamon's voice as being a nice purple. There's a purple tint to every Belfast accent. But Eamon's is particularly purple. I've not shown anyone. Nobody has seen him. I'm starting to get a bit worried though. See, I'm handy at the old drawing and painting and I sell bits and pieces as a side gig. But I can't be advertising these on Instagram. A Warhol inspired painting of Eamon Holmes isn't exactly going to give me any bit of clout with the artists around Limerick. Or even from my mates and stuff. I did one last week of Eamon doing the ironing. I was doing a sort of Norman Rockwell type thing. I swear to God it wasn't meant to be Eamon when I started. But like I said, it just turns out like that. He was ironing his suit pants. Wearing a standard navy suit but no pants. Just a white pair of boxers. I don't know why. I've tried doing things completely out of the way so it couldn't possibly end up having Eamon Holmes in it. I painted this long wide landscape piece of a wide open field during the summer. All going grand until I decided to put a farmer in the field. Lo and behold I couldn't stop myself but dress Eamon Holmes in a paddy cap and put him in the scene. To make matters worse, I started seeing bits of Eamon scattered throughout the rest of it. Holes and swirls in the clouds all accumulated to make his face. Even the blades of grass flicked upright the same way Eamon's hair does. But you see, sometimes people pay me to draw something specific. Usually a relative who's died or something like that. And I have a fella getting onto me about painting his father for him. I said I'd do it, but I'm absolutely petrified at how the fuck am I actually going to be able to do this. He's sending me pictures of his father but I don't know if I'll be able to draw him. Like, he looks nothing like Eamon Holmes. At all. I spent most of my hours one morning staring at a blank piece of paper wondering how the fuck am I going to go about this. You might be wondering, what about Ruth? Which is a fair question. Ruth doesn't really do it for me. I've tried, but she doesn't have the same level of welcomeness to her face. I often find a good purple in Eamon's voice, but for some reason Ruth's voice sounds yellow. I find the colour yellow off-putting. So I just can't do Ruth. I tried alright but it ended up just being aiming in Ruth's clothes. When I paint or draw I do it at my office. I have a nice little setup. I often go in with a cup of tea beside me just to keep me sat down. A sip of a cup of tea would help you stop and think for a moment when you're working. So I stared longer at this fella's father. Eventually I said fuck it and I went for it. I started drawing anyway. I must have spent about two hours doing this. And I fucking felt it as well. My heart was just not in it. If I'm to make anything good or in some way decent, I have to have my heart invested. It took fucking ages. 
I spent half an hour just getting the eyes right. He had these big baggy eyes that sort of drooped down to the point of making a near crescent shape in his face. Above the eyes there was big mad bushy eyebrows that took over half his forehead. See? Nothing like Eamon Holmes. I had this picture done anyway after a while. To be honest it didn't look too bad. The shadings were nice enough. I think it looked like his father. Looking at it I thought about just giving it to your man as it was. It was grand like. I'd say he'd be happy enough with it. Like he'd probably be pure chuffed. But I just know it's not good enough. I threw the piece of paper aside and pulled out a fresh one. Blank canvas. I struggled. I stared at the photo but I just couldn't do it. I was starting to get embarrassed. People would definitely laugh at me. I've been doing kind of okay at painting. But people are going to start remembering me for this. Everywhere I go people are going to point and laugh at me and say. Ha ha ha. There's our man. He used to sell art but he had to stop because he couldn't stop drawing him and Holmes. Do you know your man from this morning the presenter fella. <laughs> I went back out to the kitchen to make a fresh cup of tea. This was a telltale sign that I was procrastinating. I like a good strong cup of tea. I wonder how Eamon likes his tea. I made my way back to the office and sat staring for longer. My brain just turned pure fuzzy. Couldn't think straight. Couldn't concentrate on anything. Like static on the telly. I couldn't even hear myself think. I knew I just needed to pick up the pencil if I wanted to get it done. So I just picked it up and started. I put my hand down on the page but my wrist just wanted to make the shape of Eamon Holmes' widow's peak. I then noticed that this old man in the photograph had a bit of a widow's peak as well. He had very little hair left, but there was bits there that suggested a widow's peak of old, quite like Eamon's. I then looked closer. His eyes were wider than Eamon's, but his cheeks were similarly round. It dawned on me. If I can't stop drawing Eamon Holmes, then I shouldn't fight it. I should embrace it. This hit me and it all made sense. So I started with the hair. This man was so much older than Eamon Holmes, but I had to picture what Eamon Holmes might look like in years to come. I sat down and I imagined that Eamon had morphed into this man. I imagined a scenario where Eamon would age quite poorly. Maybe a scandal would leak in the papers about him doing cocaine in the back of a black cab in Soho. Ruth leaves him and his health declines rapidly. This would lead him to age quicker, leading to these dramatically sagged eyes. His hair would probably start to go at the age of about 70. But he'd keep those cheeks. Then I had it. I looked at the picture of this lad's father and I could do it. I just had to convince myself that this was Eamon Holmes. I put the pencil down and I just flew. I drew for hours and it was lovely. I was getting that lovely sense of push and energy that I'm looking for when I draw. I outlined his face and shaded it nicely. This man I was drawn had a sense of longing in his eyes. I imagine this was because Eamon had not spoken to Ruth in over a decade and he's watching old episodes of This Morning and remembering a better time. I imagine he's just off the phone with Piers Morgan and asked him for a drink someday but Piers rejected him because Eamon is now an embarrassment and he has been ever since he pulled out his knob on the dance floor at Holly Willoughby's leaving party. All this I just imagined but it worked. It wasn't a true story but I believed it. I finished the drawing. It was beautiful. Gave it to your man for a finish. He was fucking delighted. He nearly started crying but he was trying to hide it from me. This made me feel really proud. He said I captured his father's essence perfectly. I didn't tell him the truth about it being based on an imaginary melancholic Eamon Holmes. I felt an immense sense of accomplishment. Nowadays I'm selling about two or three paintings a week. It's unreal. Nobody has noticed yet but they're all of Eamon Holmes. Maybe it's just me who sees it. But if they take it into their homes and put it on their walls they can see what they like. Maybe you see a garden, a loved one, or maybe you just see colour. But I see Eamon Holmes, and that'll have to do for now. 
So, um, I didn't win. I didn't win. Didn't win. Um, bit insulted. Bit insulted. I was expecting awards. I was expecting awards. Um, the fact that I didn't win an award, disgraceful, I think, personally. Um... <laughs> um, I mean, the fact that I didn't win, I think, is just the first step towards, you know, towards greatness. Um, it's a setback. It's a setback, but you got to have those setbacks before you before you can really take off. So I think, really and truly, I think it's going to be one of those situations where, like, you know, like if you look back at an old thing where, like, someone said Oscar Wilde would never be like a, a proper writer or something like that. Just. I don't know if that's true, but just one of those stories. It'll be one of those. I mean, they're going to look back and go, you know, uh, the short story Eamon didn't win any awards. People will be shocked. People will be shocked. I think that'll be remembered as a, as a, as an important uh, as an important artifact of uh, Irish uh, literature. Up there with like all the greats, uh, Ulysses, Dracula, all the great, all the great, um, all the great uh, Irish literary uh, writers. Um, I think that'll be up there. I think that'll be up there, hundred percent, hundred percent. By God, the Michael McLaverty uh, short story competition will be will be kicking themselves when they when they realise the opportunity that they have just passed up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's that, anyway. I just decided to come back this week and read you out that nice little short story. Um, I won't take up too much more of your time, but good news is ahead. I'm back once again. Who's the renegade fucking master? <laughs> I don't know if I'll be back next week. I'll probably be back in the next in the next couple of weeks. I'll probably have something else. Um, but uh. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, if you, uh, if if this is your first time listening, uh, please recommend it to a pal. Please tell your friends about it. Um, you can go back and listen to some other episodes if you want. I've got some others. There's a lot of episodes where it's just me talking like this. Um, and there's also a lot of episodes of like sketch shows, like comedy sketches and stuff like that. So if, you, if you've never listened to any of those, uh, go back and listen to them. Uh, they're good stuff. Uh, so <laughs> if I do say so myself, they're fucking class. <laughs> So thanks very much for listening. Uh, mind yourselves. Um, uh, mind yourselves. I love you to bits. Jeez, um, I don't know. Alright, yeah. I love you all, I love you all to bits. Uh, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I love you all. See you next week. Or whenever the fuck I see you. Alright, good luck. <laughs>